the emotion that you evoke is pretty much spot on almost every time I do this. It's extraordinary. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you, as always, for pressing play and being here today. This episode will hopefully be a little bit more lighthearted. We'll see. I feel like I've been kind of serious lately, um, and I'm not actually that serious in my day-to-day life. It just these spiritual concepts are such a passion of mine, and I love conveying them in a way that feels really grounded and supportive to you, but it might come across a little serious. So I want to talk today about visioning. I am a huge visioner. I've created a lot of success, perceived success, if you will, in my life because of visioning in the best way possible. I enjoy doing it. I see results from it. And why not share um, the ways in which I vision, why I vision, and kind of some tips and tricks if it's new to you, or if you've been doing it a long time, maybe you listen and you hear something that you can apply to your visioning practice. So I vision in my meditation every morning. I put 15 minutes aside, non-negotiable. Um, the only time I took a break was when I was like eight weeks to 12 weeks postpartum um, with my son, Liam, because I was so tired. I would just like fall asleep <laughs> didn't make any sense. It was a little counterintuitive. So um, ever since then, though, in the past, I think, six or seven years, I dedicate 15 minutes every morning. And I started off with a real um, just breathing exercise. I do some light work with my own mind, and then I do my vision. So um, you can do this in so many different ways. I think if you are someone who is mentally really good at visioning, I've heard that that isn't always the case for everyone. Um, So journaling is a great method if that doesn't work best for you. Um, Either way, you will get the same thing out of it. And the real goal of this is to create this energy within you. And the energy I'm going for when I'm visioning is free, It makes me feel whole and worthy and know the goodness within me, regardless of what might be going on around me. It connects me to who I really, really am. And when I come from that energy and I start my day that way, I am able to flow better. I enjoy my day. I can respond better to challenges that come up and I'm more present. It's just the best of the best. So first things first, um, as I mentioned, I use visioning to plan my day. And this actually starts the night before. So in bed with my husband, before we fall asleep at night, we do our gratitudes. I highly recommend this practice, whether you do this with someone or by yourself. It is so powerful because at the end of the day, If I just go to sleep, I kind of just whisk through the day. You don't really necessarily acknowledge a lot of gratitude. 
and you can miss some opportunities to feel good and to express gratitude, which is the best energy you can radiate. It will attract all good things into your life. So it goes something along the lines of, I'm grateful that my son slept in. He slept well last night. I'm grateful for our morning routine and the delicious coffee we got to drink. We got a new order of coffee. It was really good. I'm grateful that I had a good workout. I'm grateful that I had a good meeting with a client. I'm really grateful that you had something, like I might say something for my husband, um, the weather was so perfect and we got to see the sunset and I'm grateful that we got to spend some time on the couch watching The Voice and just relaxing for our day. For tomorrow, I see myself waking up, feeling really, really good. I have another great workout. I experience an unexpected miracle. Just something comes forward. It makes me feel so, so good. Then I go on and kind of just like go out my day. And this is called pre-paving in Abraham Hicks language, which I talk about them a lot. If you are into manifestation or visioning in general, I highly recommend you check them out on YouTube. Abraham Hicks is the name, but pre-paving. And what this is, is it's planning ahead how you will experience a a circumstance, a moment that is coming up for you. So if you know you're going into a client meeting, you know you have a date and you're nervous, you know that you just have something on the schedule, right? When you can vision out the ideal way that this circumstance would happen, it is mind-blowing the results you can achieve from this. So anything that I deem as a big deal, or even not, because I do this every night before bed, so even like the mundane thing, like waking up and feeling good and having a good exercise, all of that is super important. But let's say you have a client meeting. So the way in which you can use visioning for this is always, let's just set the stage here right now, is for visioning, it depends on the person. Like you might be like me where you can just close your eyes right now and vision something out. Like, because I do it a lot. I practice it a lot. So it's really easy for me to get there. If it's not something you've experienced a lot of, perhaps you go into a space where you're not going to be interrupted. You take some deep breaths. Maybe you light some sage or pillow santo and just set the stage for calm. Take some deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, kind of center and ground yourself, get yourself out of your head, into your heart, and then begin to imagine And so for something that you have on the schedule, let's say it's a meeting or an appointment or a date or something like that, what you want to do is be as descriptive as humanly possible, creating this experience, making it feel very real and very true to you in your mind. So for example, let's just say you have a coffee date. Okay. You see yourself pulling up in your car. You are wearing your favorite outfit, and maybe you haven't purchased this outfit yet, okay? So imagine what you're wearing. It's like the best outfit ever. You know how that feels when you know you look good, right? You've showered, like your hair looks good. You are feeling good about yourself. You're feeling confident in your skin. You pull up and you get parking front row super easily. If it's a parallel, you nail it. It works out. You get out of your vehicle, you're on time, you feel calm, your energy is effortless. You walk into the coffee shop where you're meeting this individual, 
you see them already sitting there. They're on time. They are so happy to see you. They have a smile on their face. You give them a hug or maybe a handshake or whatever the circumstances. You sit down with them. You're feeling so centered and present. You order your coffee. You guys have the best conversation. You just connect with this person in a way that you weren't even expecting to. You feel so happy that you are spending this time with them. Time passes so quickly because you're enjoying the conversation so much. Then you have to go, maybe you schedule another one or you get the result that you were hoping for from the conversation. You tell them, thank you so much. You leave. And as you exit the building, you have this feeling that, wow, that was such an incredible meeting. Like, this is what life is all about. I love connecting with people. I feel so good right now. This is wonderful. Okay, so that was just an example. It's short and you live this moment in your vision over and over in more and more detail. So the next time, like in this exact moment, like physically while you're sitting there meditating on it, visioning on it, you can revisit that exact thing and now with more specifics. You walk in, they have this amazing tile that's like has turquoise in it and gold, and you're so fascinated with the design of the space. Like you can get into so many specifics. It makes it feel more and more real. And I don't know if maybe you were driving or maybe not paying attention to me in deep detail, but even me doing that, I feel so good after doing that. And then what the beauty of this is, is you go in to that experience that you visioned and you're like, it's not even, it doesn't matter if it's an exact blueprint, but the emotion that you evoke is pretty much spot on almost every time I do this. It's extraordinary. So if you're going into something that you have scheduled, maybe you're feeling a little nervous, could be an interview or like I said, a first date or something like that. Visioning for that is so, so valuable. So it's kind of the first way I use it. As I mentioned, this is kind of lumping into planning my day because an experience is your day. And so you can do this with your entire day if you wanted to. Um, Okay, second one way in which I use visioning is to create a sense of calm. So if I'm feeling super frazzled and my fear brain is on fire, you know, the part of you that is not very kind, right? That brain can take over. The thoughts can feel like they're not your own, like you don't have choice over what you're thinking. And you're like, who is this person inside my head that is being so mean to me right now? Or maybe I feel really overwhelmed. I feel like I have a lot on my plate. I feel a sense of like out of control. I'm really worried about something. You get it, right? I'm not feeling good. I will use visioning to kind of rein things back in because I find for myself when I'm feeling really crummy, if I try and read affirmations or go listen to a podcast, I'm just looking for the nugget that's going to quote unquote fix me because in that moment, I'm coming from the space that I don't have control over my emotions, that my ego is like full blown and I feel like frustrated. I'm mad at myself for feeling this way, et cetera. So what I'll do is go into my space um, that's normally in my bedroom or in my living room or even outside sometimes. I'll put on my headphones, maybe put on some light music. Like I said, kind of take those deep breaths. And for this vision, I will create a serene landscape for myself. Now, 
this can look completely different for you. And I would identify what this looks like for you while you're feeling good. So this is something that you can kind of reference when you aren't feeling well. You're like, okay, I have this in my tool belt. It's not something that you want to create in that moment, okay? So if you're feeling like crap and you try and create this process, it's going to be a downward spiral and you're not going to feel good about it, okay? So maybe do this now if you're feeling good right now um, or after you listen to this. And what it is, is creating for you that feeling of home. This isn't even, I'm not talking in the sense of four walls and a roof, okay? I'm talking about the feeling. So to me, it can be um, working outside on a cold day, because I did this as a child. I don't do this now because I live in California. But in Wisconsin, raking leaves, my family owns a campground. I'd rake leaves with my dad all day take a shower, warm shower afterwards, and then we'd have like warm soup for lunch, okay? That sense of accomplishment, being inside, eating cozy soup that we made and like feeling really good and like centered. And I've experienced that exact thing before. So it's really easy for me to reference. That's another thing about visioning. These don't have to be net new things that you're creating in your mind. It can be experiences that you've had in the past that you can then reference to bring your energy and your parasympathetic nervous system back down, back into your heart so that you can operate at your true, truest self, okay? Um, Another example of this for me is like, on a spring day, having the windows open, I've just cleaned my whole house or I had my amazing house cleaners here. There's vacuum lines in the carpet. I'm sitting on my couch with a cup of tea. I can smell the leaves in the air. I can feel the breeze coming through my house. Maybe I have some incense lit. There's jazz playing in the background, whatever, right? You're starting to get the idea here is just creating a specific environment that does not have any problems associated with it at all. You are not trying to create a space. It's already created for you. So you're referencing either a past experience or something that you've already created in your mind as a vision, okay? A vision example of this would be, um, I have a space that I go to where I climb up stairs, I get to the top of the stairs, And I'm in this field. It's like an open field. And there's long grass. I can feel the wind blowing. It's 75 and sunny. It's a little cloudy too. So the sun's not like blazing in my eyes. I look over the field and there's like a cliff side and the ocean is there and waves are crashing. And it's just like so perfect. I can smell the sea salt and really trying to invoke your five senses into these visions is extremely important. It makes them feel more real. And your brain actually can't tell the difference between you having experienced that and you visioning that, which is going to bring me to my next way in which I use visioning. And (laughs) I love this. I'm like, this is really, um, I'm flying my weird flag. But if you listen to this, you already know that I'm weird, um, is connecting with people who have passed on. So um, one of my favorite things to do is I imagine through my visioning, I will, like I said, I do this in the morning, I'll do my meditation. 
And when you connect with someone on the other side, I would suggest that this is something that you really do intentionally. It's not something like, I mean, you can do it however you want, but I wouldn't want to be like driving in my car or like on my way to a work appointment, just in case like I get sad or I want to express myself or whatever. Um, But what I do is I imagine I have this like super specific home and I've been told that this is my future house, which I'm like, hallelujah, because it's totally bomb. It's amazing. And I'm there and my grandfather, my uncle, and my dad, who have all since passed on, are there. And we are making dinner. We are drinking wine in my backyard. We have a cheese platter out. And like we're having a conversation. And I create such a specific environment for this. Again, what am I wearing What is the floor texture? What is the temperature? What are the smells? What are the sounds? What are you eating? What is the conversation? How are you feeling? This can create so much joy, especially for those of you who may have lost someone um, earlier on in your life and you didn't have the opportunity to have experiences with them. You can create these experiences in your mind and they create so much wholesome heart build energy within you because it's like you feel like you missed out and then you're able to create that opportunity in your own way in the exact way that you want to. And it truly, sometimes I can't tell if it's actually happened or not because I've visioned some of them so many times that my brain has almost tricked me. So like one that I do a lot is my dad meeting Liam because my dad's never, he never got to meet my son in the physical world. I'm sure like they jammed out to Rolling Stones on the other side (laughs) because every time I play Honky Tonk Woman, my son dances. I don't think that's, he doesn't dance to every single song. He likes to dance a lot, but um, that was my dad's favorite song. So I will envision him meeting him for the first time or now that he's a little bit older, I have visions of us all getting together and like having a simple Sunday dinner. So these can last for 10 to 30 minutes, um, but they are, they bring me a lot of peace and joy. And for those of you who may um, be experiencing grief or loss, visioning to connect with a loved one is extraordinary. Um, Then, oh, of course, last one here is I use it to attract desires. So, It totally creeps my husband out. And I was going to do a specific episode on this and I might still, um, but I full on believe I manifested my husband. Um, I wrote down a list of everything that I was looking for in a partner and would like pretty frequently, especially when I was like really looking for my man, um, have visions of what it would be like if my ideal partner was with me in that exact moment. So while I was making dinner in my apartment by myself, I'd be like, okay, if he was here right now, we'd both be drinking a glass of wine. We'd be listening to this music. Um, He might be cutting the onions while I'm like cutting the garlic or whatever, right? Just having the fun with this and allowing yourself to experience the emotions of being with a partner. This is just one specific desire. It's so incredibly valuable for you to attract your desires this way because you show up with a different energy. That's first and foremost, like attracts like. So when you radiate at a certain frequency, your like match will attract to you. It's the law of attraction basics, right? Manifestation. But more important than that, you feel so freaking good that you are a magnet. Like, 
I feel like when my husband first saw me, he even said, he was like, I was so not interested in going on a date with someone. Um, I was kind of over dating at the time. I wanted to take a break. I was finally like cool hanging out alone on my own. And then you came along and I was like, holy, like I, <laughs> I kind of like took over. I was all, I'm ready to get married and have children. How's it going? My name's Morgan. Um, <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little aggressive, but energetically I showed up ready to go. And I was so excited to meet my partner and he could feel that, right? And I attracted him through those things. And he crosses every box on this list. It's like a trip. It's super specific too. So um, the more specific you can get, especially with desire visions, the better. Um, Houses, the house I live in right now, I would imagine myself having coffee in the morning and like literally pouring the coffee into the mug I was drinking, the cream I put into my mug, sitting out back. I had a rose bush in my place, which I do now. There was a fountain in our backyard, which there is now. Um, It's actually our neighbors, but I could hear it in my vision and I would feel my feet touching the wood floors and like that dewiness because it's close to the ocean. So um, that's just a few examples. Um, I'll do it with clients for my real estate business or my coaching business, like, because who I am looking for genuinely and intentionally and like wanting to help, they are looking for someone to serve or excuse me, they are looking for someone to support them. So when I have the vision to be like, I'm looking for this ideal coaching client, I'm looking for someone who is ready to go. They want to change their life, but they don't know how. And I imagine what they're doing and get really, really specific and legit, you guys, like a day or two later, I'll get an email from someone who's like, I'm ready to make a change in my life, but I don't know how. And I'm like, what's happening? Um, But this works. It's really fun. It's a lighthearted way to implement law of attraction, manifestation, and just to make yourself feel good, connect with loved ones, make yourself feel calm when you need to. There's so, so many benefits of it. A few more things before I close up for this episode is, um, as I mentioned kind of in the beginning, if you are more of a journaler, everything that I've just said today can be written down and it can actually be really powerful to journal your visions out. So if you are a visual visioner, afterward, if you journal it out, it's just like twofold, right? Um, You can always use a guided um, support for this. So YouTube or Insight Timer, which I've mentioned many times before, that's the meditation app that I use. They have vision meditations on there specifically for like desires or for calm or whatever. They have so many, like thousands. So if you are like, I'm not really comfortable doing it on my own quite yet, you can leverage those, um, which are free if you want, or I think it's like $60 a year for a premium subscription, which is what I do. So I highly recommend it. Um, Also, having a vision board. So you've probably heard this before, um, but I am so like, I think vision boards are so important. Um, I'll add to the same one that I have every year. So I'll like kind of just put pictures on top of it. And it's funny to look back because you almost forget and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the exact countertop that I wanted or whatever. Um, You can also do this on Pinterest. I don't know if you guys play around with Pinterest or not, but I do. And I have a Pinterest board called The Vision is Real. And for that is really specific to my house, my future house that I want. 
Um, so kitchens and bathrooms and bedrooms, it's so fun to play around with that while I'm just like, if I have some downtime, um, it makes it less of like an art project and effort. You can just simply go through and figure out which pictures you like, or you can physically create a board. This is always something fun to do at the new year or your birthday or something like that. But creating a vision for your life or just like a specific thing, like I mentioned, like a partner or um, when we were trying to conceive my son, Liam, I had a picture of a baby on there that like he looks so much like it freaks me out, (laughs) but I would sit and stare at it and pretend like it was mine. Um, And I don't care if you think this is weird. That's totally fine. You do you. Um, But it it is so beneficial and it can create a lot of results in your life. So I hope you got at least one thing from this today, whether you already have a vision practice or maybe you're going to start one, just try it out for five minutes a day, giving yourself space to just imagine what it would be like. Think of your wildest dreams. And that energy, when you create from that space, after you're done visioning, when you take action from that version of you, you have to do so much less and you get so much more. And it's fun. And it's what life is all about. So thank you as always for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.